live. Are we live? Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies. And the the uh, intro's them. going. But it's more than just a podcast. <laughs> oh, we're doing that again. Presence. I'll take it at this point. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Master Wayne. Thermal imaging is showing me two dozen hostiles on the third floor. Why don't I drop you off on the second? Even you got too old to die young, not for lack of trying. He has the power to wipe out the entire human race. If we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. versus night. You're psychotic. That is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds. I've known a few women like you. No, I don't think you've ever known a woman like me. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
Hey there, buddy. You should unmute yourself. We're we're beyond audio problems. Oh, I should I should I should unmute myself so we can start the show. Yes, definitely. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah, uh, you know we've been doing this shit for two hundred fucking episodes now. That's some. And it's like the first time. Every time it seems. <laughs> From your end, I, definitely. Oh, I I know why. It's because I use my computer. I don't use real studio equipment. That's because we're a guerrilla operation. I'm too kind to uh, ask for donations and uh, create a Kickstarter account. <laughs> uh, we're only 30 minutes late, or I am, at least. Well, for our iPod listener, iTunes listeners, uh, we're just on time. So, welcome to Movie Sucktastic, yes. and we're calling this episode 200. This is episode 200. Uh, which is coming a bit after episodes 201, 202, 203, 204, because we wanted to... Because and we were we were kind of putting it off to do something special, and time ran out, and we still didn't have much special. So we're just going <laughs> to review Batman versus Superman. because Dawn of Justice. Because we've both seen it. That's right. <laughs> and actually, uh, it, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, review, I think, because um, apparently a lot of people didn't like the film. Well, that's not entirely true. A lot of critics didn't like the film. That's true. Regular audience viewers actually did like it. Uh, it's got it's in the seventy percentile for Rotten Tomatoes, seven point three on IMDb. It's really the critics that had a real problem with it, and I read some negative reviews, and they're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we we had talked about the trailers go, you know, coming up to the actual release, and and I myself, even though I'm a Zack Snyder fan. Had um, had uh, had expressed some concerns. Yes, uh, I and think people people kept asking me about Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm like, don't worry, he's gonna be fine. Oh, that was never my concern. Ben Affleck, uh, I mean, he was the bomb in Phantoms, and he's a, <laughs> and I, I he, he's one of those guys that got shit just because it was it was like popular to give him shit. Right. For, but he's a he's a good actor. He's a great personality. Yeah. Uh, he, he can do both serious and comedic roles, which he's proven. Yes. Uh, you know, every every actor has a bad call or two. In his case, you know, Daredevil, Jiggly. Uh, <laughs> it, it's bound to happen. Right. And now, what's interesting to me is us going into Batman versus Superman. Yes. We're going into it as in our 40s. Yes. Which, uh, ironically enough, is just about the age range that Batman is in for these movies. Right. And but, uh, but like when Because the, it loosely follows the Frank's Frank Miller storyline. Yeah, loosely. Um now the first Which I like by the way. Li I like that it's loosely following it, I mean. Oh yeah, definitely. Well Zack Snyder's good with that. He knows when to follow uh source material and when to change it. Oh and, and, watch and it. real quick, we're gonna do spoilers for this, right? We're just gonna oh. give everyone Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. I mean, yeah. the, the spoiler, 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 spoiler. I'll put it in the iTunes, yeah. and uh, it, it'll go in the YouTube video and, and all of that. But there's going to be spoilers throughout. Um, we're not going to be, oh, the first half of this review is spoiler-free. The second, No, 
We're ah. just going to talk about shit because that's how we do it. We're both DC fans growing up. You know, uh, I spotted something in the film and I told Scott about it. And it's just like we had that like moment, like, like back oh, to the right. comic well, book days. But anyway, well, let me let me let me just because I, 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 I want to set this up because I think this is where we're coming from. And it's, it's weird for me. Uh, I remember when Bat when Michael Keaton was announced to be Batman in the first, you know, post Adam West Batman movie. Right. And Which, up until now, he was the oldest Batman until Ben Affleck is doing it at age 43. He was like 38 or something. Yeah, and I remember uh, letter writing campaigns, uh, protest petitions being held at comic stores, etc. Of you know, stop them from putting Michael Keaton and Batman and ruining Batman on the big screen. It, <laughs> it was a huge movement. Everybody, oh, they're gonna hate it. That turned out to be the biggest fucking hit ever that that summer. And to this day, when I talk to certain people. To this day, they say Michael Keaton is the the only Batman that I ever loved. He's the best Batman, and I'm like, Which, you gotta come on, you you gotta accept other. No, no, I like the other Batmans are okay, but no, it doesn't get better than Michael Keaton. Yeah, it does. It's, it's good. It, it really does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> but but I I I think Michael Keaton was a great Bruce Wayne. Yes, he was. But uh, I mean, so we're coming from that, and before that Batman movie came out, all you had was the comics. And maybe that, like Batman the animated series had just started coming out. It had been out for a little while, I think, or did it come out after? Uh, oh, God. Batman '89 animated series, probably '93, '94. Right, so that was after. So yeah, be before Batman came out, it was just a comic book. Yeah. Oh that, that, yeah. That's why it's so it's a goofy. shitty TV show in the '60s. <laughs> then a Tim Burton movie. The, the, correct, obviously... termino the correct terminology is uh, campy, Joey. <laughs> and then obviously uh, comic books. Uh, before all of that right uh so but now we have this whole generation of of uh i'll say it kids <laughs> that are reviewing this movie watching this film and they've not only grown up with all the previous batman incarnations up through all the schumacher films into the uh the new dark knight series but they've also grown up with the not batman animated series and all these other superhero cartoons that came out highly successful since then right they have a lot more background, and they have a lot more. Um, they have a there's there's such a wide variety of interpretations that they've taken in and adapted their adapted their own. So it's it's a different ball game for us as opposed to them. Very much so. Uh, there was a few reviews that I that I did read, and and the animated series was brought up, and I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please stop, stop. And you know what? I, as much as anyone, you know, would like to see Clayface in a Batman movie. And yeah. I think the type of director that could do it would be Zack Snyder because it would be very visual. But that's that's the sixteen, the fifteen-year-old me, you know, watching the animated series because one of the best episodes they ever did was Clayface in the animated show. And it's like, but I'm. But no, don't do that. <laughs> Stop that. Yeah. Ah, uh, no, no. Come on. You don't ever. Now, this is the loosely based on the Frank Miller storyline. This is a, and and another thing I kept reading in in uh, uh, negative reviews was that Batman is too dark. Well, it's like you know what? If you read any of the Frank Miller storyline, this Batman doesn't give a fuck. Robin is dead. Joker's killed Robin. He is in a bad fucking place. He's very cranky. 
<laughs> you know that 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 is this type of Batman. Uh, uh, also, and, you know also, that's just the way it's going to be. Now, also on top of that, I've read a lot. I, some of the negative reviews I read uh, were saying that yeah, and like you know, uh, Superman's supposed to be this like late friendly. They're thinking of the uh, Christopher Reeve Superman or the Superman from the cartoons. Yeah, and you and know like, what this is? This is junkyard fight Superman. Right. Well, that's what I want. They say, oh yeah, so they made him dark, so like Batman's bringing him into this world. So, well. <laughs> Yeah, Man of Steel. A lot of this too was set up in the tone of Man of Steel, which Man of Steel was very controversial to a lot of people because it was a serious Superman film. Yeah, and finally. after and at, yeah, after the colossal shit storm that was uh, Superman Returns, <laughs> you'd think people would have been, oh, good, we're, we're going to stop that bullshit and actually, uh, you know, take this a little seriously. Bullet and, off the eyeball. Yeah. And so there's people whining about, oh, you know, it, it's, it's he's supposed to be the Boy Scout versus, uh, you know. But it's like, no, that's if you're watching Justice League or the cartoons. Right. This is this is we're going into, and uh, I, it's weird because again, my concern going into it that I voiced earlier was, yeah, superhero films are getting a little too dark for me. Why can't they be this light and bright, you know? And and so I went into this kind of with that mindset. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of the darkness and stuff. And I had no problem with this film. No. And, and, and here's the thing. Um, if they're going to... Uh, another uh, thing that I read for as far as negative reviews has gone is how they, quote-unquote, this is the reviewer, not me, shoehorned uh, <laughs> all the other superheroes into yeah. this. To, yeah. try, to set up a Justice League oh, film. Everybody, but, everybody's bending over backwards to bitch about a three-minute scene where they like just show clips of, oh, here's all this footage that Lex Luthor had because he's tracking down these other metahumans. Right. And I was like, oh, oh, what's the, oh, this is so, it's so awkward. It was so hand-fisted. They just like shoved it in there. It's like, oh, so it's It was fucking three minutes. I know. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad or anything. It just, oh. it's necessary because yes, they're franchising the DC Comics. Well, let's be uh, fair. Let's be fair. They can't put it after the credits because Marvel's kind of gotten that one in their pocket. Well, here's the thing: when the movie was over, when the movie was over, I started to watch the credits, and I'm like, wait a minute, Snyder doesn't do that. So, and and I was like, they're not just gonna rip off no. Marvel and start doing that. So I looked it up real quick online, and I left because <laughs> the credits are like eight, nine minutes long even give it a and second thought yeah was like, there, of there's course. a bunch of people in that theater that probably left really pissed off and they were not that they didn't like the film after it's like what the hell man it's like they're you're too used to the marvel thing right and it, dc's not going to do that because they want to do their own thing it's one of the reasons why um and we'll get to the end of the film it's one of the reasons why the movie ended the way it did and that plays and we'll talk about that when we get to it but uh it, it just DC's not going to just carbon copy what Marvel has done. They're just not going to do that. Right, and, so and we should be grateful that they're not. Right. Um, so they, you know, they they said that they shoehorned all these superheroes in there, and to be honest, it I, it felt more necessary than shoehorned to me because Marvel has been doing the whole front. You know, they're on their twelfth film. I think at this the Civil War comes out next month. Yeah. It's their twelfth film already, and this is. DC's oh. first film into this new universe where they're going to start making, you know, lots of different uh, 
uh, superhero films. And for everybody complaining about how dark this film, how like you know dramatic or dark this film was, how fucking just watching the trailers is like depressing for you know uh, the the um, Civil War. So, oh yeah, just melodrama. It's, it's, right. I feel like it's, I feel like I'm watching the X Men trailer. Well, and, and you know what's interesting? Something oh. that came to mind uh-huh. uh, about Marvel and DC about how all the critics they just praise Marvel. They love them. Uh, they can barely do no wrong. I mean, even Ant Man was like over eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it, yeah. It reminds what? me. And what what the fuck is that about? Ant Man eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, now, I it was a fun movie, but don't even don't even start telling me that was a good film. Right. No. Um, it reminds me of your Stallone versus Schwarzenegger. It's kind of the same thing, but DC Marvel. Kind of like is. They love Marvel, but they're just panning DC. DC can't, you know, even Man of Steel, it, 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 which was, for like you said, the, for the first time ever, a serious take on Superman, and the best Superman film that has been done, I think, uh, and I love the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, um, but it was also, it had some praise, but, you know, I... It got its, you know, uh, punch in the mouth from the critics. Not as bad as this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were, they were waiting to do that for this. Um, they, It just seems whoever was giving this negative reviews about how the story... One of the reviews that I read was that... Uh, I should bring it up because the guy said... What did he say? He he contradicts himself through his whole review, or at least the first paragraph was. Really most bad. most of them do. I, where, I read I read one word where it said, "Oh, it, it stayed pretty true to the, the to the uh, to the Frank Miller uh, Dark Knight series." But then he complained that, "Yeah, they only fought at the end for like a, you know, like maybe ten minutes, fifteen. You know, wasn't that long?" Say, so, "How long did they fight in the comic book, jackass?" <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't fight. And who the fuck thought they were going to fight for two and a half hours? Really? Right. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, you've got a specific one in hand, or yeah, I have a specific one. Um, all right, this is what he says: he "Goes Batman vs Superman should have been an engaging character study, but it's overstuffed, crowded with actors, jammed with plot. Don't you oh, yeah. hate it? Oh, yeah. Don't Over... you hate that when it's jammed with plot? No, no. I, I've read <laughs> I, I, overstuffed, crowded with actors, right? Because yeah. the last Avengers only had what, like ten superheroes running around it. What was the fucking count? Ex- exactly. And it, what did that get on Rotten Tomatoes? I think that was in the upper eighties or nineties. What did you say about plot? No plot or too much? Jam- plot? Jammed with plot. See, I've read other ones that said there was no plot. <laughs> see, that's the thing. They're all saying something different. Now, one of the things I see a lot of is, oh, it's sloppy editing. Really? What does that even mean? That's uh, no, uh, Snyder films do not have does what, not have what, they don't have sloppy editing. One guy's breaking says like so the film starts and it shows you like five five minutes of something and then it goes to a different scene and we're following something else for five minutes. Then it went to something else and we're following this. So we got like the, all these different storylines going on. It says what the fuck? <laughs> How old are if, you? <laughs> if you ever read a comic book series, comics this, this, do that. this should this should be easy. You know what that's you know what it's called? It's called storytelling. <laughs> Every fucking film does it. Except Here, this is we... what this is what he says in the next part. He goes, "It promises a one-on-one showdown between two titans of the superhero world." Granted, we do get that. <laughs> That's, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It, it, yeah. If two physical specimens throwing each other around sounds exciting, then you will be pleased. But there's so much excess fat in the almost three-hour film. Too many. 
Uh, too many plot threads muddle a crowded adventure. Too many plot threads. Was there's really... like there's like now, one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? What are the plot threads? Name name the plot threads for me. Batman doesn't like Superman. Uh, Lex Luthor doesn't like Superman. Lex Luthor uses Superman and Batman. Uh, and and yeah, we we introduced Wonder Woman and Justice League. And, and I'm Doomsday. Only... Yeah. All right. Someone bitched about Doomsday. Oh, they ruined the character. Doomsday was a dumb fucking character. It always was. It was an excuse for the death of Superman. It was the only reason it was created. It was a shitty fucking character. It deserves no less. <laughs> now, oh, what the guy that complained about them ruining Doomsday? You know what one of his suggestions was? Says oh. why did why why didn't Lex Luthor clone Zod and make Bizarro Superman? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So you didn't like that? So that's you, not you, how that works. <laughs> you. Complaining that the film's too slow, they want to bring uh, me am Superman into the film. Yeah, that's not going to slow things down because that's just going to take what? Why don't a we lot? just go ahead and just do mix, Mr. Mixelplick for fuck's sake? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> God, let's do a Brainiac. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> fuck me, man. <laughs> just. And, and, yeah, okay. So, uh, I'm assuming Bizarro Superman's in the cartoons. Yeah, he can't, yeah, and he may, he's in he's in the in the comics at, at some point too. He's never my favorite. You know what I liked? I liked when he went to Bizarro World. I mean, that's but they're never not going to do that on screen. That's just stupid. I'm I'm not I saying. I mean, it's, it's just uh, I have a comic book, one of these kids' comic books uh, that I read to my kids, and it has Bizarro Superman in it, and he comes to you know Earth. And like, there's a kid, a cat in a tree in one part, and he goes, "Oh, cat, cat is bothering tree. It's hey, I must save tree." It's like, yeah, let's do that on film. And Just stop. And, and, it, 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 and uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, fucking genius screenwriter here, his he's like, yeah, instead of doing Doomsday, they should have done that. Oh, good. So the ending could be Superman fighting another Superman? That hasn't done before. Oh, wait, it has. It was called Superman 2, and to a lesser extent, Superman 4. What the? Right. Yeah, and if you count the junkyard scene, <laughs> it's like that X actually does happen. And because, and how long would it take, how long would it take uh, Lex Luthor to clone Zod into a bizarro Superman? I couldn't take any time at all, obviously. I... <laughs> I've got my own minor, very minor suggestions in the film, but minor. I yeah. mean, I well, was... He, the last part of this, guys, um, it's just one sentence or two sentences. It says, was it really necessary to present the Batman origin story yet another time? Again, 60 seconds of your life. Yes. You know? Yeah. And... I thought it was... I, I liked the... Now, they always change it a little bit. did you notice the, the comedian is uh, uh, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan played his father? Yeah. The comedian from Watchmen? I saw um, that. But it is necessary because they use it later on in the movie. But what Schneider does, because he's just, he's just, he's a stickler for detail. Uh, in the Frank Miller uh, Dark Knight Returns, that scene is almost verbatim from the comic. All the way from the pearls wrapped around the gun. Yeah. To when he shoots, you know, and then it breaks. The, I mean, that's right out of the comic. Uh-huh. And you know what? They needed to present that it's 60 seconds if that long maybe two maybe a minute and a half uh if you really timed it and you know what St- don't complain and, it, it just and there's 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 multiple reasons one you know it, it's again it comes back in the film because it's a tone it's about 
um, uh, loyalty and uh, humanity that comes into play. Everybody bitching about the Martha thing can go fuck themselves because they're right. they're not they're they're like they're they're hung up on the name and they're ignoring the fact that it's about humanity, about caring for humanity, and that's what batman's worried about that this is an alien that doesn't care about humanity and and again uh, I'm, I'm going way off track here but the whole point of that is is that this isn't the x-men world where there's mutants coming out of your fucking ass this is batman world where we don't have superhumans superman's the first one that's the big thing it's like wow it's superman that's why it's a big deal because there aren't and now they're slowly saying okay now they're now we're finding other metahumans now it's it, that's their call and they're not calling them mutants so now we're finding these other people. Now it's becoming a world with super beings in it. Superman's the first one, and Batman's like, oh, "This is." And I love that, this. by the way. Yeah. The film opens up to Superman is introduced to Metropolis, and it shows the ending of Man of Steel, but from Bruce Wayne's viewpoint, from the ground, which was <laughs> fucking brilliant. Not so brilliant that I would like to see these two films edited together in the one long film. Right. You know, because even though this is Batman versus Superman, you could, and I'm not going to take credit for this, and sorry to say, I did hear Kevin Smith say this. He goes, you could pretty much call this Man of Steel 2 with with Batman. And yeah. it's he's not totally wrong either. Even though I saw a lot of people complaining that it was really Batman's film and, and Superman was only making a cameo, which I don't get that at all. Uh, no, I, I oh. would have, there, there isn't as much Batman as there is Superman. And, and I've said this bef uh, after seeing it, I would fucking love, love to see Snyder do just a Batman movie, because everything Batman in this fucking ruled. Fucking amazing! Now that j just that open. Now what I loved about that opening sequence with Bruce Wayne driving through Metropolis during the whole Man of Steel fight at the end is, I love the fact that one of the big bitches about the Man of Steel was all those people died in that city. They killed all those people. It's horrible. I said, grow the fuck up. So, so we put Bruce Wayne is now those angry fans in the city like, damn you, Superman. And he's like, yeah, I want to kill him. And everyone's like, well, why is he, why is he being like that? So, well, because he's you, you fucking <laughs> arrogant cop. And then I love at the end of the film, like just to placate these whiny bitches at least five times. Well, they're in a deserted part of the city now. There shouldn't be any casualties at all. <laughs> like three times. Oh, yep, they're on the island. It's totally uninhabited. There's no, not going to be any innocent casualties, anybody who didn't like Man it's of like Steel. Er everyone has gone home for the day yeah. because work <laughs> is over. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, I think I read an article when Man yeah, of Steel... Yeah. Major fucking metropolis. Good thing it's happening on a weekend. Everybody's gone home, so there's nobody around to get killed accidentally like in the first film. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I hear there's an R-rated version of this uh, that Schneider's going to put. It's going to be like an ultimate cut like he did with Watchmen, oh. but he's going to do it with this. Oh, I just got hard. That's gonna be and it's going to be 30 minutes longer, so it's going to be a three-hour Superman-Batman movie, which right. now, I can't wait for. Going, um, back, going back to the introduction of uh, the parents' death. Yes. All right. First reason, because there's a plot arc involving that. Second reason, we're reintroducing a new Batman, and we have to do the origin story for a new Batman. This one was very truncated. Be thankful it wasn't a fucking half hour. Right. Or a whole movie. Yeah. Third, and is that uh, it sets up Bruce Wayne's dreams, which become an integral plot point of the film. Right. 
which and that's like the first part where the bats are there and he starts floating. Is like, oh shit, what's going on here? <laughs> right. Well, as soon as he started floating, uh, and I was I was not worried, but I was like, oh shit, what's going on? And then he was like, then he said it was a dream. I'm like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the dream sequences. I tell you, one of my and and I was one of my favorite parts was the post-apocalyptic Batman, which, which might not be uh, might not be a dream. That might be real. It's yeah, po- like 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 the whole time travel thing comes into play a bit. Spoiler yeah. alert again. Again, if you listen to this well, point, well, you're well, in the end. here's the yeah. thing. Um, that future, because Flash goes back in time That's too happened. early, too early, and ends up. It probably, well, not probably, I'm going to just say, it doesn't happen. Right. When but, we see that scene from Bruce Wayne, because it's a dream, it actually do, it is happening. But, you know, Lois Lane, again, spoiler, coming at you, does die, okay? And he I, th- blames, I thought it was the mother. N- no, no, it was, it's no, Lois no. Lane. No, 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 they, they, they're vague about it, because he says, well, because he says... Oh, I know what you're. Yeah, because of the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, but but forget the whole time tree. That was a fucking rocking scene. The Batman comes out with like oh, the post apocalypse fucking parademons. Yeah, pa- I mean, but just just him taking out like the Nazi soldiers and yeah, yeah, snapping necks and which pulls the which? gun as he's shooting like right out of Batman Year One. Oh it's yeah, like, and the guy lifts up his arm and he grabs it and he's like, "Come with me!" But he yeah. doesn't say that. But that's like the motion he makes. He's like, "We're getting the fuck out of here." Now, um, I no. here's here's the thing with that. Uh, in the Frank Miller storyline, that is a polar opposite. It's uh, like because if you noticed all the badges, it's all Superman. Uh, it's like I forget what they're called, but they worship Superman. Right. You know, they're like his army. Well, uh-huh. in the Frank Miller storyline, it's Batman. They. Are like a like Batman's army, but well, Batman he creates an underground army. Yeah, so Snyder he does little things like that where he reverses it because it works better uh, and to further the storyline. You, you call them parademons, and that's what they are. But all I knew was like I'm watching, like all right, I think this is a dream. I'm not sure. And then all of a sudden, like winged things that are coming out of the skies. Like it is a dream, and I'm fucking loving it. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> gets punched in the back of the fucking head by one. <laughs> But I mean, um, the, the choreography of that fight scene was great. It was gritty, and I I loved the beefy Dark Knight Batman. It was like the, the you know this like the tr- the massive trunk and the big leg. Oh, like the, oh yeah, uh, you know Affleck was built for this fucking role. Well, yeah, I mean that's the Frank Miller Batman. He's yeah. just all really like fucking thick and mm-hmm. just menacing. Um, that's Frank Miller's Batman. Um, and the th- and the thing is too, uh, I really like the microphone and the voice. Yeah. Uh, for his voice. It's great. And can, can I just say that Jeffrey Lyons is the best fucking Alfred that we've ever had? I, I, I still like Michael Keaton. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I like Mike Michael Caine a lot. I really do. But Jeffrey Lyons is just he's just like with the mic. Uh, one, oh. two, three, one. Yeah, this mic's fine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and they cut out uh, the middleman of someone else. Uh, what what the fuck's his name? Morgan Freeman's. I, I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They, they cut that out completely because oh. you know what? Fucking Christopher Nolan did it already. It's been done. Right. You know, a few times. It's like you know what? Let's just go right through Alfred. And, Alfred is the guy. And and since we don't have Alfred involved in like a major plot line 
through the thing, we don't have to do the setup of you know him talking to him and like, oh, I've known you this long. So yeah, we get and we get Alfred. Let's just let Alfred be Alfred and move on to other things. Right. You know? And um, now, now you mentioned the microphone. I I, I was like, uh, all I remember things like, oh shit, Christian Bale must be pissed. <laughs> like you mean I didn't have to sound like an asshole for three movies? You could have just like done that. Oh, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, fuck, why didn't we think of that? Swear to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did read a little tidbit about how that voice came about. They said he was completely miserable in the Batman suit because when he was test screening for Batman Begins, uh-huh. uh, they put him in Michael Keaton's suit. And they, he said it was awful. And then they, I think they molded his suit after... Uh, the Tim Burton Batman suit, and it was just thick. You couldn't barely move your head, he said. You could barely move your arms. It was just very, very stiff, thick kind of plastic. And he said he was miserable in it, and he said, well, if I'm going to do this part, I'm going to let that misery come through in the character, and that's where he came up with the voice because he's just always mad. He was always pissed off. <laughs> but, um, uh-huh. no, Ben Affleck is a great Batman. The, yeah. The, the voice that they, they use for it is awesome. It's just, it works. And I'm, I'm really sad that a lot of these critics can't see that. But who, you know, and, you know and what? another thing they set up, you know, as far as the Justice League film goes, um, with that, that apocalyptic, you know, future, I mean, you know who's coming, right? Dark side. Dark side. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. He's fucking coming. The parademons. Uh, I mean, even when he, when Batman steps out onto the cliff, you could see the symbol in the in in the, like the grounds where he's ready to go. It's mm-hmm. fucking dark side. It's like it's right there. Yeah, you got to catch it. It's on a sharp angle, but it's there. And it's just no. This is going to be a good series. At least the Justice League films are because Snyder is at the helm. Yeah, doing them. Uh, I don't know about Wonder Woman. I have my doubts about that. I have my doubts about the Aquaman film, but you know what? They're different. Di- <laughs> they're different directors. Right. They're doing a Flash film. Uh, they're doing the Flash. They're doing Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg is announced for 2020, but it's coming. Oh, that that fucking bullshit! Cyborg, well, really? That, all right. Okay, I'm watching. Well, is it any better than Marvel's Black Panther? Hang, I mean, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm watching. Lilith went with me to see this, and. and okay. And I'm like, and when the symbols come up, like, oh, yeah, all right, I get this. And she's like, what's C? I says, shut up. <laughs> and they show the Flash. And they show, she's like, that's a Flash. I know what the fucking symbol is. Shut up. And a Wonder Woman and an Aquaman. It's like, all right, you know what? The tattoos, I'll give it a shot. But still a stupid character. And then they show the C. And I'm like, C? Who the fuck C? I'm thinking, Captain Adam? <laughs> Captain Adam wasn't just, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know about that. And they show the whole thing. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? What is that? So on the drive home, I'm like, look it up on your phone. She's like, oh, it says it's Cyborg. She's like, oh, you got to be fucking, really? That's the best they could do? A Teen Titan? A Teen <laughs> fucking Titan. We're doing Teen fucking Titans now, are we? Well, it, here's here's the thing with Cyborg. I knew it was him immediately, one, because I watched Teen Titans with my children. <laughs> they love that fucking show. That, and that's uh, why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, but you know what, Snyder's—he's he, going to do it fine. He's going to be fine. I just, it's just it, a lame. It's just a lame. It's teen Titans. And wow. you know, Green Lantern is supposed to be part of the Justice League, and the whole Guy thing Gardner. Right, bring Guy Gardner in. God damn it, I want Guy Gardner. What is this, Green Lantern? 
You know how the Green Lantern works. Well, yeah. All these different Green Lantern. Guy Gardner was the best Green Lantern ever, and he was in the Justice League uh, when it was Justice League International. He was uh, he was a high school gym teacher, and he's a complete dick. <laughs> but the ring chose him because it could see into his pure heart and everything. That's great. But he's still an asshole, and he constantly fucked with Batman. He didn't like Batman, and Batman hated him, and he's always, oh, fucked, really? he's always fucked with him. One issue, like, he clocked him and knocked him out cold. Uh, but he has like he has like blonde bowl cut. He's just a complete douche, and he's fucking awesome. He's a, he's a great counterpoint to the to the team because no one likes him. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing, you know, Ryan Reynolds has gone on to do Deadpool, and that that that's now going to be his franchise mm-hmm. uh, for probably at least the two or three more movies. No, I, I think Deadpool is one of the reasons that that um. Batman vs Superman is getting such a negative feedback. Yeah, because that only came out a month before, and, it and was, Civil War is coming out a month after. And it's a very in, funny in film, months. very action packed. Uh, it was great. great. I loved right. it. So you got all these people that go to see Batman vs Superman now, and the two main complaints are, oh, it's it's humorless. It's not enough humor in it. It's like, uh, you, right. you know what? Let's get Robert Downey Jr. to make some cracks in it for a half an hour, yeah. and. And they're, saying, know, and they're like saying, oh, it's too slow. So, no, you mean there's not action sequences every five minutes like in Deadpool. Shut the fuck up. You've forgotten like every other Marvel film before this is has these long, drawn-out dialogue pieces. There's no more in, in Batman versus Superman than there is any of that in, like, say, Captain America. Right. Either of them. No, and, and, and you know what? If I want funny comic book film, I'll wait for the Deadpools. I'll wait for the Guardians of the Galaxies. I'll wait for those. Uh-huh. You know, that's what I'll wait for. I don't want my Batman, Superman films to be lighthearted. That's not what I was reading growing up. It and, just it wasn't. And, and I'm gonna, you know, also, and speaking of the, the dream sequences and stuff, when the uh, the Flash comes through that portal and is like trying to warn them about the future. Right. I mean, you know, Crisis. That's from Crisis. Oh yeah. Like, all right, I know they're not going to do Crisis because they don't have, like, infinite urts they have to try to cobble down, but I just love <laughs> the fact they used that. That was such an iconic image of just Barry, like, you know, uh, just tr- trying to get through that fucking time thing, and, like, it, it, it was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the whole fucking uh, the continuum right there that the warp huh. just can't get through. It's like, I'm too soon! No! <laughs> you were right about him! You were always right! It's like, okay... Who's he talking about? You know who he's talking about. <laughs> and, and even that's the... And again, for the Martha thing, even that's the point there, too. It's like, okay, yeah, the, this guy's not dangerous if if we don't rob his humanity away from him. And that's what happens when you take away the only thing only thing on, on Earth that like he's connected to. Right. I mean, so, Straight out of the comic. You take yeah. away Lois Lane or his mother or both, Superman is a fucking loose cannon. Right. You know, he he's he he doesn't have any morals. He's a, he's a fucking monster. I mean, re- really, he could dest- literally destroy everything. You know, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, and and again, the, the that's the why big... him and Batman are so good together. I mean, in the comics, they were friends for a long time. They, they really were. They were best buddies. <laughs> I read I read one negative review 
Now that complained about the film being too slow in the first half, and then right. as he said, like, why did they have, why did Batman and Superman have to fight at the end? It was stupid. They should have, like, you know, got to know each other, talked about what their differences. They're like, oh really? You wanted to go on a fucking like a, a bro date? What the fuck? What? Shut the fuck up! Really? Oh, you wanted to have a heart to heart over a latte or something? And that that would have been cinematic, uh, you know, gold. Uh... Yeah, I mean, they should have. They could have worked Someone together. Someone really said that. Yeah, someone. Re- oh, dude, I'm like clawing my eyes out reading these negative reviews. I mean, it's just uh, all and all of them bending over backwards. They, oh yeah, you know what? Wonder Woman was okay. Now let me ask you a question: How full was the theater when you saw it? I know it's been out for two I, weeks now. I went on a, a Wednesday night, so okay. it was it was like empty. Okay, I went on a Sunday, middle of the day, so my theater was pretty full, and I've been reading this uh, in some reviews. People applauded when Wonder Woman w- was on the screen. When oh. I was in the theater, oh. there, there was a whole section of people, by, and it was more than a couple. It was a few dozen people applauded when she finally came on the screen. I, I was sitting in the back row because Lilith's a teenager and you have to sit in the back row. Uh, oh, and, and I'm not God. buying my own fucking popcorn, thank you. So we sat in the back row. But I, I, I didn't applaud or anything, but I, I did like at least a half dozen fist pumps during the movie. I was like, yeah! Uh, <laughs> most of them were around Batman, uh uh, shit talking Superman because <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hey, do you bleed? It's like, yeah, you're gonna, yeah. <laughs> but when Wonder Woman appears for the first time, yeah. the, the the score to the film was fucking awesome. Oh, and when, the 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 music that you're right, the score to her appearing, I was it was just like this. It was like it just jazzes you. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get. I mean, I I saw that in a in a in a really nice theater and it had a really good sound system. But I can't wait to do that. In my sound system, uh-huh. you know, I can't wait to watch. I think I could watch this with my kids. Maybe I'm not sure yet. The dark uh, uh, doomsday might be the uh, the tipping point. Now, um, I, I my only disappointment with Wonder Woman is that she's too um, French. <laughs> she's not nearly as French as what's her face from La Femme Nikita, but she's pretty French. She's Israeli, isn't she French? No, she's Israeli. Oh, Godot, G O D O T. That's a French name, though. Yeah, but she's Israeli. Oh, I thought she was like born in, you know, born hey, and bred in France. Hey, I, I I read it. I, I I couldn't tell from the accent, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm oh, not... don't get me wrong. I I I don't care that she's French. No, no, I thought but I, I thought, I, I thought I, she was fine. I'm not coming off like, dude. You couldn't tell she was Israeli. I didn't know what the fuck she was till I I looked it up. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not saying that, but no, she's not French. She's Israeli. Um, now my, my, I, I do agree with some people that complained that they, that they should have gotten someone a bit more Amazonian, like, like big bone, thick woman. And that fact that they're, that the first, the finally, the first re, like real superhero, uh, female outside of the fucking Marvel universe, uh, that's, it's like really good, good, uh, right. The fact that she's kind of waif, waifish thin, not that great. Although that one picture that she has, uh, which is obviously for the Wonder Woman film, because it's got Chris Pine, uh-huh. you know, uh, captain of the Enterprise, <laughs> um, she does look thicker in that picture. And, may- and maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because like, every time they introduced her in the first half of the film, she's wearing oh. these really tight, slimming dresses. Yep. And really, just making sure that you, you, you know, oh, see, see how beautiful she is. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I've seen beautiful women before. I want to see a woman that can swing a sword. Thank you. 
Uh, and boy, does she ever. Yeah. Uh, but no, I she was. She, I thought she was. Uh, I'm not gonna say like the best possible representation of Wonder Woman, but of, out of all the ways that could have fucked it up, uh, she was good. Yeah. No, she was fine. Um, and she didn't look so waifish when she was in the fight scene with Doomsday. No, no, no. no but again, it, but I know what you're saying. I mean, like outside of the costume uh, or the end scene. I mean, you're right. She's in skin tight. Like she's a model. She's a former model. This actress. Yeah, and that, so, that's I mean, you're, that's what I'm she's, saying. She's not very curvy, uh, as far as Wonder Woman is curvy, but um, and, and I think that's where they could have broken away from the whole, you know, all all these superheroes that are like you know in, in the tight spandex, the superheroines that are in the tight spandex and and rail thin, and you can grate cheese on their uh, their uh, their uh, shoulder, uh, fucking hip bones. What the fuck, and. So it would have been nice to have somebody a bit more full-bodied. It would have been a nice breakaway. And the fact that she's just another, you know, you you look at her as, oh, she's a model. It's, I'm not saying it's bad, but I really feel they could have taken a bold step away from this, uh, especially in a day where we're very conscious of body shaming and uh, accept, you know, and, and the whole image, women, image of women in film and, and how this causes uh, issues in society, I I felt they could have they could have gone a different way and not have been not have have been such a risk as it would have been maybe twenty years ago. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. Maybe they they saw like you know a few hundred uh, woman uh, women for for the part and they're like, we got to get started. <laughs> She's the best. We we got to oh, get this fucking thing know, rolling. And and can I also say it's it's refreshing to see a a. a uh, like a new superhero film where like, like every they, sh- they show the X-Men trailer. Uh, what's the new one? End of the oh, world. It's uh apocalypse. Uh, with, yeah. Uh, they showed that trailer before the movie and all I could think of is like, yeah, every, how come Which every- is interesting? Cause that's Marvel in 20th century Fox. And this is Warner brothers in DC. But well, what I, what I found interesting was like, it's like, it's like every X-Men trailer I see the characters keep getting younger. Yeah. Like, okay, it's like, Except it's, for Hugh Jackman. Except for Hugh Jackman, because they they don't want to replace him. But everybody else, they keep replacing with younger actresses. Now, am I wrong? Am I correct in saying that Storm is played now by the chick from uh, um, the Fire movies? Uh, you know what? I don't. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah, is she in the X Men? No, 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 no. no. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence plays uh, Mystique. But okay. Storm, but Storm is played by another familiar face. I can't remember. They're, but they're like they're all like they're all like like young. They keep getting younger now. Now now Xavier is a young. Yeah. So it's refreshing. Well, to that, watch. this is the, this is a new timeline that they started. But they keep which like, which I loved that the Deadpool. But <laughs> what, what, yeah, what he said that was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, which which Doctor Xavier? This timeline is just so confusing. Um, but it's like it, McAvoy or Stewart. These timelines. It was just. After watching that, I was like, "Oh, thank God, these characters are actually getting older." <laughs> you know, Batman's older. Right. I like that. We're not going younger again. I, I just and I, I hope they get it done because I know Hugh Jackman said he's done playing Wolverine, but you gotta have Deadpool Wolverine at some point. Think of how fucking great that would be. You know what? I, I'm sure Hugh Jackman probably be up for it. He's gotta be. Yeah. He's got to be. Deadpool and, and Part of me. always fucks with, with always fucks with Wolverine. Now the fact that Wolverine is Canadian, 
but Deadpool keeps making Australian jokes about him tells me that Hugh Jackman is already way in, in on the joke. Right. And that they're definitely like they're like they're already planning on it. Like they were planning on it before. Like 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 Hugh Jackman was in on it. It's like, yeah, this is fucking great. That's that's all I can, that's that's what I feel about that because I mean they they didn't make him Australian in the films. He is Canadian. This is true. So the fact he keeps calling him Australian means he's referring to Hugh Jackman, and I right. think I, I think there's a level of that where it's like, yeah, this is going to happen. I, I agree with you on that totally. <laughs> now, speaking of characters, uh, Lex Luthor, which we, we have not talked about yet. Uh, oh, Eisenberg? Um, uh, Eisenberg? Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Now. I didn't love it, but uh -huh. I didn't. I, it, it's not the best Lex Luthor that has you right. know, been on screen, but I didn't hate it either. All right. All right. Now, when you say best Lex Luthor. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's. Who's been Lex Luthor? You got Gene Hackman, obviously. Uh -huh. um, then you have. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Right. And uh, as far as cinematically, theatrically, it's That's just it. three people. Right. Gene Hackman, Kevin Spacey, and Jesse Eisenberg. I <clears throat> I understand why they played the character the way they did. They they You need a character that's a bit... Especially in a film where everybody's so serious. You need somebody that breaks that and is a, and is a contrast to your heroes. And when your heroes are all dark and serious, you need someone that seems lighter. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I did like the idea that they took the super genius, like Trump corporate guy. Um, it made him a little insane because if if you're really in the money, again, that's the big thing with Lex Luthor. Where like, okay, you can kind of explain the comic books and stuff to an extent. You can kind of, you can do elaborate chains, but just for the movie's sake, if you're all your concern is is making money, why are you fucking with Superman? Yeah. Why, why? So, and I saw a couple people say, ah, they don't explain why, well, you know, why is he trying to kill Superman? No, they explain fully the whole thing with his father. And it's like this, he's, he's psychotic and he has this problem with uh, authority figures. And Superman right. is the ultimate authority figure. He's God. And this guy, you know. It's, oh, and speaking it's of God, did you notice the, the little, just the little inserts of, of like God it, it, throughout the film? They mention it a couple of times. False God, the one woman is yeah, in a court lot. saying, a lot it's, of I don't even think he believes in God. The end scene after Doomsday, okay, there, there, there is just debris in the ground. And there's you could see as clear as day that there's two crucifixes. Uh -huh. There's two crosses, like it, like silhouetted. I mean, it, it, if you look for it, you see it. But it's just Snyder attention to detail, like I said before, these little things. Oh, and I have a theory... I have a theory about how Superman dies and why the scene happens that way. And it goes all the way back to the beginning of the film. Do tell. Okay. In the beginning of the movie, Bruce Wayne, his father and his mother, mm. they're leaving. Now, it's been it's been done a different a bunch of different ways. I mean, in some they're they're leaving the opera, in some they're Point leaving yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, in this film, they're leaving a showing of the movie Excalibur. No, 
They said coming soon, Excalibur. They were seeing Zorro. They're seeing Zorro. Yes, the the, oh. the marquee said coming, Excalibur. Hmm. The, the, right. That kind of that kind of fucks up my theory a little bit. <laughs> but no, no, that alludes I, to it. That does allude to it. The whole Excalibur being actually shown there, but the movie posters Zorro, and that's supposed to be an allusion to the whole idea of being a mass crusader. Okay. Well, because my whole thing. Okay, that kind of fucks it up a little bit. Does, but, but they they show Excalibur in the background, so they are mentioning it. So please continue. Okay. So, do you remember the film Excalibur? Eh. Okay. The end of the movie of Excalibur. Uh, the the witch in the film, she has a child made from um, King Arthur, okay? And it's his son, okay? It's done through witchcraft, but it happens. It's all good children are. Yeah. So he's created, quote-unquote. Um, now, at the end of Excalibur, you got King Arthur... And his son, standing across from each other, they both have fucking spears, alright? And his son says to King Arthur, Come, father, let us embrace. And then they fucking impale each other. Right. Okay? I remember that. Okay. That is exactly how the fucking end of the movie is. Superman comes at Doomsday, created from him. Uh-huh. Okay? And... Doomsday impales Superman, and Superman impales Doomsday with the fucking kryptonite spear. That, that and is, it's basically, Father, let us fucking embrace. That, that is a great catch, and I have no doubt that it was intentional. <clears throat> Snyder, I'm telling you, you're right. I'm right. That is that is there for that reason. Dead and on. that is why I thought they were coming from seeing Excalibur, but the fact that it's still on the marquee is the same fucking thing. You no, know, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So it's little things like that that I wish I could just ask, you know, Zack Snyder. Uh, you know, you don't have to ask you know? him. That's just obvious. I mean, like, there, there's, there's, well, that's not, that's not a coincidence. It's obvious for people like us. Yeah. <laughs> because this, this is, this is what we do. <laughs> but yeah, it's like father, let yeah, so, us embrace, and then. So I, I defend Eisenberg's portrayal and the whole idea he's a little crazy. I, yeah. I like how he has that little mini meltdown during his his uh speech at the party where he kind of like just starts muttering to himself and like oh right i i like that because it's a show like, thank you for coming yeah <laughs> uh, it, it you know oh yeah the, the eccentric and the showman but no there's more to it this guy's not well and i think it's a just like i like the joker in the suicide squad trailers where it's a different take on the character finally we have a different take on lex Luthor, where he's not just oh money is power and power is money and oh by the way let me try to kill this superman guy what? what the fuck? Oh yeah. Speaking now, of, you know, and, and, and Suicide me, Squad is probably going to be dark, but it's going to be it's going to be funny. It's going to have that humor they're looking yeah, for. Yeah. So. Um. But I mean, now again, when it comes to Lex Luthor and Superman films, I am dead set against it. And when I heard that Lex Luthor was in this one, I was like, oh please! I was I was just so fucking happy he wasn't in Man of Steel. Why do we have to put him in this one? When Kevin Spacey was in Superman Returns, like, why the fuck are we doing this? There's so <laughs> many. This is not the only person Superman ever fought. And how many? You have a treasure trove of characters. Yep. And now, if it wasn't for the fact that the main focus of the Batman film was the conflict between Batman and Superman, then I'd be upset that we had to go back to fucking Luther. Right. But but they really just use Luther as okay. Here's somebody that sets everything in motion. 
And since it's such a character that we all know, we can just show him, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, the bald guy. Oh, he has hair, <laughs> but now he has hair. Long, flowing hair. And uh, and we can let him go ahead and just get all this shit going, and we don't have to explain everything. And he takes up maybe, what, uh, 10, 15 minutes of screen time? If it maybe if if it's longer, it's not much. Maybe twenty. Yeah. It's they use him sparingly. He is he is a plot device. That's yeah. it. It's not. A I main... love the I, I love the scene that he has with Superman, where Superman comes to him, uh, and basically at the end of that scene, he's got the little t- you know egg timer, and he's like, "When you got here, you had an hour. Now you have less." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it, perfect. It's just, he doesn't tell you how much time. Do you just have less than an hour? When you arrived, you had this, and now you have less. <laughs> it was, I, I, I like what they did with the character. Now, here's my only complaint about Lex Luthor. Okay. When they show him playing with the, with the kryptonite, and they show him, like, with the big kryptonite, and, and they're even saying, it's radioactive. It's, it you know, has this, uh, all, I'm just like in the back of my head, oh, and yeah, that's how he loses his hair. And that's how he loses his hair. And yet he's going to get some kind of like weird cancer from the kryptonite because he's in constant contact with it, and that's how he loses his hair. And it's like, no, they just shave it at the end. So, well, fuck. Because, <laughs> you know, the fact that he, I, I like the idea that his obsession with do, uh, attacking Superman, like, is self-destructive. Right. I thought that would have been a great... That's the only thing that I thought of was like, that my idea is better than him being shaved from a prison. <laughs> I I believe that. Only thing I thought of where I was like, okay, I could have done better. Everything else was like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then and like, oh, somebody else complained. Oh, when Superman stopped Batman, he's chasing the truck. He saw he was the pursuit. Why would he stop him? Because he assume he's after criminals. Because he doesn't like Batman. That's what this whole thing's about. You fucking <laughs> drool cup. <laughs> really. Yes, yeah, I, really. I, I, I liked. I remember. I remember when the first Batman, like when Michael Keaton Batman came out, Prince right. Prince Batman came out, and there's that scene where he, at the end where he drives the car in and he drops the bombs, and the goons are like, "What are those?" And the whole place blows up, and everybody was pissed. Like, Batman doesn't kill. Batman doesn't kill. This Batman fucking does because this... he's pissed off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this 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 Batman's older, and he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm shooting some I'm shooting some bitches. The That's shit it. that Batman has seen yeah. up until this point. It's like, just stop it. He, uh, it's almost, it, there's almost no point in just arguing. Uh, this Batman is going to kill people. The whole fight scene near the end when he's going to get Martha, where uh, um, Jeremy Lyon... Irons. Uh, Jeremy Irons. I keep. I kept calling him Jeffrey Lyons, which he's a reviewer. <laughs> it, 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 it just hit me now that I called him that. And, and you know what? If, if you've listened this long, I apologize. No, I, I think it's the first time you've done it. I didn't catch it. You know. No, I think I called him Jeffrey Lyons <laughs> early because when I said, "Isn't Jeffrey Iron uh, Lyons like the best alpha?" I'm, 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 I swear to God, I think I said Jeffrey Lyons. Uh, no, Jeremy Irons. I know for a fact I didn't say Jeremy Irons. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, when he says he's going to drop him off on the second floor, because they're on the third, and he comes up from the ground, it's just that that whole fight scene is great, where he just lifts the guy up over his, fu- over his entire body and just slams him 
you know, into the ground wrestling style. Oh, it's just fucking great. That 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 fight sequence in in the warehouse to save Martha at the end. My yeah. favorite my favorite move was when you had the one guy up in the air and he punched his head into the ground. Yeah. So he's like he's like, he's like lifts him and like bam. It's like fuck yeah. Yeah, he's not living through that. <laughs> that guy's paralyzed from the eyeballs <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one, one, the one move I liked almost as much as that was where he jumps over the box, but as he jumps over it, he taps it with the, the wire and then throws it at them. <laughs> you know, that was the one part where I was like, uh, I don't know how, no, I, how I liked it. that box. I, yeah, it was like, there was that, that was, the, uh, he lifted a 200 pound guy over his head. I'm not worried about how much the box weighs. That, that's true. I'll give you that. I, you know, so it gave me pause, but I wasn't complaining about it. Nah, it, no way. It, the weakest part for me was when they pulled the RoboCop thing with the wall. <laughs> oh, or, yeah. Just because it was really telegraphed. It's like, now we're moving the camera so the wall's there and you see the stain, water stain. Hold on, give us a second. We want to make sure you can see that the wall's right behind this guy. Oh, can we do this a little quicker? Because <laughs> we don't... <laughs> come on, come on, Zach. We don't need to set up for this. We know what's happening. <laughs> he came to the floor two minutes ago. Don't hold out on us. Just get it done. <laughs> little things i mean that's quibbles compared to uh what the why it's got 29 percent. they just they don't get it they don't get it yeah I, you know it's a shame it really is a shame because they're looking at it you're i you you i think you really hit the nail on the head with deadpool coming out with they're just comparing it to a marvel universe that has nothing to do with it just they're looking at it with the wrong eyes yeah, I mean, and just just the fact they brought Brian they brought Brian Singer back to make more X Men films It's like, is anybody watching these? What the fuck? Yeah, and you know what? Twentieth Century Fox is holding on to the X Men franchise. It can't even be a part of the Marvel universe that they have right now with the Avengers and and all of that. Uh, you know, even Deadpool. They just mentioned the X Men. I don't think you'll ever see. Well, uh, you know, I mean, we got to see Colossus, which was great. Yeah, but. That's as far as 20th Century Fox is going to allow it, I think. They may do a Wolverine thing, but, I mean, come on. They just released, uh, Sony just released Spider-Man from their, you know, uh, its own universe and is now allowing it into the Marvel universe, which everyone creamed their fucking pants over the Captain America Civil War yeah. trailer. Yeah, and, <laughs> uh, and And you know what? It, it finally premiered, and I'm like, oh, they must, they're must they going to do Spider-Man, because I keep hearing about it, that he, you know, Sony released him, Sony released him, and I'm like, oh, everyone's just shitting their pants, because he's going to be in this, and of course, at the end, he is, and I'm like, okay. But everyone was losing their fucking mind. It was posted a million fucking times, it was shared a million fucking times, and I'm just like, was I the only one that wasn't surprised by this? Like for real, yeah. Like, am I the only one that saw this coming a mile away? Ah. Uh, oh, and apparently there's another a fucking Star Wars trailer called Rogue One. Yeah, it's like an offshoot. And it, and it, yeah, it's a well. It's the timeline is between Episode Three and Episode Four. Yeah, it's like right in the middle there. Hey, well, and this is a real Star Wars movie, from right. what I understand. Right, because yeah, Lilith was talking about that, and I was asking her about it. So yeah, they bumped... the world premiere was came out today or something. The trailer. Uh -huh. Right, and I, I told her, says, if there's anybody that knows how to milk a fucking franchise, it's Disney. So, yeah. of course, they're like, why are we doing just three films? Well, anybody? Yeah, fuck that. Another one in between them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And you know what? I wouldn't Wedge, be surprised. Is Wedge still alive? How come he doesn't have his own movie? Do it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if this is successful. They do another one between Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, why not? Because there's 30 years in between there. It, it, again, if anybody's going to do it, Disney's going to do it. Although that'll be harder because you have a younger Harrison Ford and well, no, a you, younger you, you Carrie do, Fisher. You do peripheral characters. You don't put those characters in. Yeah, but people are going to be expecting it if it's between those two uh, timelines. And they'll be disappointed, but they'll still pay the money. So who yeah. gives a fuck? Well, you know, it was interesting because I had no idea, none, zero, that this Rogue One Star Wars movie was coming out. Because it was like, good morning, America. World premiere tomorrow morning. And I'm like, people are going to really sit around and be late for work to watch this. And I went into the forum and I took a look. And there's opening weekend predictions. This is what we've become. Not you and I, I could give a shit. But this is what we've been. Oh, it's going to make $190 million its opening weekend. It's like, is it really? Is it really? Oh, it's going to make a billion worldwide. No, it's going to make $1.5 It's like... Really? Is that how, is that how we're doing it? Uh, what do we got here? Gino Cuddy says, "What about Ashley Graham as Wonder Woman?" Who? I don't know. Let's have a look. Well, she's a plus size model. I think she's a little too. She's too curvy. I think for Wonder Woman. I mean, people are going ape shit that this woman doesn't look like Linda Carter. Um, which was funny, um, and believe me, I don't have a problem with Curvy. I just don't think this girl is the right one for Wonder Woman. Um, anyway, they showed a, I saw a, a, a small clip of Linda Carter taking off her, uh, the halo or whatever it is, and because it's also a weapon. Yeah. It's from the 70s TV show, and uh -huh. she throws it, and she's so bad at, at throwing it, it actually lands in front of the camera like it doesn't actually go fly far enough off camera to think that it went somewhere you could see that it just went five feet in front of her <laughs> it's like yeah gal gadot or gadot whatever however it's pronounced yeah she's a little thin she's a model but you know what linda carter i i was never really i was never really a big wonder woman fan well, and that's good because you, you grew up with a lot less fetishes than other people <laughs> that grew up watching. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing sadder than knowing that there's a whole generation of adults out there right now, uh, a little bit older than us, uh, that 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 grew up with, um, like, uh, there's a whole section of Wonder Woman knockout fetishists. Is there really? Oh, yeah. Just because just cause she would, like, be knocked out by, like, sleeping gas every episode. And, <laughs> and all these little kids growing up and, like, b getting their sexual identity watching this curvy woman being knocked out, they now have this, like, uh, unconscious fetish. It's, it's... <laughs> oh, is that why there's unconscious porn? Yeah. It's Wonder Woman's fault? No, that's, that's one of the many reasons. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, so you, you dodge that bullet. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, but again, like I said, I, I, I'm just a little disappointed in that kind of that that move because it is still doing that kind of uh, I, I, you know that's that's all. Yeah, I, I don't want to I don't want to hang too much on it because I think she did a fine job for what there was to do. Um, let's let's put it this way: when the Wonder Woman film comes out, 
that's going to really tell the tale. Not her literally 10 minutes of on-screen time in the Doomsday fight. You know, that's... Which was good. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't any good. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's, a, there's a lot of moving parts in that fight scene because it's Superman... It's Wonder Woman and it's Batman. I like trying that. to hold trying to hold his own because shit's exploding. It's like, yeah, I could die. I, I, <laughs> I like the one shot where Batman's standing off in the distance and he's watching, or he's standing in the foreground and in the distance you just you see like the uh, like uh, Doomsday punching Superman through a wall and Wonder Woman jumping around and Batman's off to the left. Like, yeah, there's a lot of explosions going on. Over there. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, I got the cool I got the cool suit, but this I'm, I could still burn alive. Yeah, if I get anywhere near there, Superman already fucked the suit up a bit. I'm, I'm good. I'll wait. <laughs> I, I love the scene where Batman has finally won the fight between uh, him and Superman, and he's got his foot on his throat, and Superman is so weak from the the kryptonite uh, powder, um, and uh, the 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 spear is like right near him, so it's like really fucking him up, and he's like Martha. Must you must save Martha? And I just love Ben Affleck. I love Batman. At that point, he's like, w- w- "What is that? <laughs> why did what wh- what is this? Wh- wh- why why did you say that?" <laughs> I just love his initial initial inflections. What what is that? <laughs> I'm about to fucking stab you through the face, <laughs> and you're telling me about Martha, who just so happens to be my mother's name, who just so happens to be your mother's name. But it's I love that where he's just like, what 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 is this? <laughs> For everybody out there who's saying, oh, so they learned their mothers had the same first name and now they're best buddies. Go fuck yourself. Learn how to watch a story and read subtext. You're a fucking right. five year old. It, it's about him discovering that Superman actually does have this human connection because he he is more concerned about his mother than his own life, and that's it's that kind of concern about human life is the reason that Batman was afraid of him was that he felt he didn't care about human life. Right. And that's he kept that. calling him an alien, saying he was never a man. Right. You know. Yeah, you were so. ne- never a man. <laughs> Even at that point, I was still rooting for Batman, too. I was like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm totally on Batman's side in that whole fight. But, uh, uh, but, yeah, that's the whole point of that. Not just that they have first names. And you know what? If you don't get it, you're too stupid in the first place. And everybody complained about that. Also had other complaints that made no sense. I was slow right. in the first part. Really? Because that opening sequence kicked fucking ass. And yeah. I mean, I... And, and here, here's the thing. Okay, so let's bring it full circle now. Yes. In the Frank Miller storyline, and this is why they did the death of Superman with Doomsday. Again, okay. just, just underline. I've never been a huge fan of The Dark Knight. It's okay, but I've never been as slavish about it as I was. Right. I mean, I know the storyline pretty well, Yeah. Um, but I know why they did Doomsday, and I know why they did the death of Superman. Um, you know, it, One, it's dramatic, okay? It, it's a great scene. Superman risks his own life to save humanity, you know, making him, quote-unquote, human, okay? So there's that. But Christopher Nolan already did the Frank Miller ending, which is Batman fakes his own fucking death. Uh Uh-huh. In The Dark Knight Rises, again, spoiler it all over the place, in The Dark Knight Rises, Batman fakes his death so he can live a normal life. Okay, he's done with being Batman. Well, in this, in the original Frank Miller storyline, 
Batman, that's what he does. He fakes his death. So, and, you know, Superman at one point thinks he kills him, uh, you know, or Batman has a heart attack because, you know, he's in his late 40s, early 50s at that point in the Frank Miller storyline. Um, but Bat- Superman knows he's not dead because he could hear his heartbeat, you know, super hearing. But, you know, fucking Zack Snyder's not going to do that. Christopher Nolan already did that in the last Batman movie. That's why they introduced Doomsday and did the death of Superman. No one can fucking understand this. I mean, yeah. how hard is this shit? And, and also, <laughs> the, the, since they're going to be setting up Bat- Ben Affleck to do, like, another Batman franchise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an older Batman, but we get to, to, to see the darker... You know, I'm going to kill fucking people, Batman, no. instead of, you know, you know, swear to me, oh, I and, don't kill anyone. You know, it's just, this is better. This way they'll be able to do Robin better because it'll be an older Batman. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you know, you're going to get a more sinister Joker because there's history there. Who who knows if they'll even do the Joker? I don't know. Well, I think Suicide Squad... Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, is, you're right, you're right. I'm you know, sorry, with, yeah. With Suicide Squad, I don't know if they're going to tie in Batman's Batman gonna... versus Superman, but I think they are in some way. Batman is going to be in Suicide Squad. Oh, he is? Yes, yeah, he is oh. He is, He is. is listed as being in... I Probably just a bit part, but he's going to show up in, in Suicide Squad. Yes. Okay, so it's going to be Ben Affleck, Batman, obviously. Yes, yes. Oh, good, good. That's what I've I read. Lo- That's what I've read. I like that. So, this is gonna, Jared Leto is going to be, you know, Batman's Joker. Yeah. So, which yeah. I'm not. I'm still not sold on the grill, but I, you know, I'm I'm willing to forgive because I know Jared Leto is a great fucking actor, and I think he's going to sell Joker really well. <laughs> Make me giggle every time you complain <laughs> about the grill. He's never had that before. The that, tattoos I can good. live with. That's good. He's never had that before. That's great. Lex Luthor never had hair before. Well, at least not like that. Well, so, yeah. so uh, I I even saw like some people compare like like mention like uh, um, uh, Smallville. Shut the fuck up! Oh God! Don't e- you know what? Don't even. The TV show Smallville was on for God knows how many years seven eight years. I you know I to this day I don't know if he ever became fucking Superman in that show. I don't I don't want. I, they revolved so many goddamn seasons around him having these powers, but just it was only his Smallville life, and it's like, could you fucking bore me more? Is it even possible? Just and people love that fucking show, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. It, I- same here. I I I, uh, I had a co-writer Charlie, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Scott, I tell you, Smallville's a great show." It's like I'm not even talking to you about this. Not even not even discussing it. We're just gonna yeah. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say it, and we'll move on. And then they had that <laughs> other stupid fucking show, the one with Terry Hatcher, where she played Lois Lane. Uh, it was like Lois Superman. Lo- yeah, uh, Lois and Clark, or yeah. whatever it was. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> it's like thank God Zack Snyder was born and. Just put in the position to direct these films. And anyone that doesn't think so, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You have no idea the oh. shit now. that we've had to endure as far as a Superman universe. Oh. You know, just stop it. It's been Lex Luthor for 25 fucking years. And it's, you know, Christopher Reeve. And, and that was fine. But it just. And I- I'm going to say it. I'm I'm tired of this like oh but I grew up with that oh that's my childhood you know what? I grew up with the fucking bugaloos and you don't hear me defending them right. all right 
I liked the Bugaloos. Don't hear me defending it. <laughs> let's 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 separate our childhoods from taste and common sense and logic, and you know, you know, and a hard thing too is, it's like you're always gonna find something you don't like, and it it's not always logical. It's just like you know, like when we're talking we're talking about the superhero shows, for example, uh, the Daredevil sh- series. I watched the first episode, and I was like, ah, ah, yeah. Can we talk some more? I hated it. Hated it. And, well, like, and now and. You've, you've, I've heard other people say, oh yeah, it picks up, blah, blah, blah. It does. Right. All I'm saying is that regardless of style, content, quality, screen ready, with this, this superhero stuff, it's all rooted in like really, uh, most of us is rooted in our childhood experiences with these things. The fact that I didn't start reading comic books until high school, get it, I, I, I have, a, I, a, my exposure is a little different. Right. Um, I, that's when I started reading. Com- I read comics in high right. school. So we weren't reading comic books as like eight or ten. I I never got into comic books then. Uh, I was deprived as a child. Well, you know what it was. It was always walking. You know, walking home. Or we didn't walk home. We walked to the arcade and yeah, fucking Metropolis. I mean, that's what we did. Right. So that's where how we were introduced to it. Now nowadays, kids aren't allowed to walk anywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but all I'm getting at is that. So I can see people not liking this film because it doesn't fit into the, with their experience with Batman and Superman. They don't like the directions taking. That's a very valid uh, um, reason not to like it. Right. So yeah, this is not the Batman and Superman I want to see. I'm really used to this. That that's great. Doesn't make it a bad film. Right. No. Uh, right. Yeah. I just. Uh, you know, there's a comic book store that's walking distance from my house. It's actually closer uh, to the to my house than um, the movie theater, which is only 75 feet further from this comic book store. I should be going to this comic book store. As a 40-year-old man, I should be going to the comic book store and just cherry-picking comics I really want to read as an adult. I, I, don't, know if I, I don't know if I have the time to get back into it. I mean, you... Dude, you, I, I don't have the time, and I want to do it, but, but I, I have less time than that. You having children, you'll have an excuse and a reason to do it because well, you can do it with them. Danny, I, you know, my oldest, he's just really starting to read now. And I wanna I wanna buy him some you know, some some baseline comic books, you know, like you know, you know, put this on your plate kind of comics, you know, that every comic book reader should start with. You know, like your Supermans, your Batmans, you know, your 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 X Men's, you know, stuff that really get him interested because those are the, like kind of the ones and then he'll branch off into like shit that we started branching off into, you know, like the the preachers and you know the you know the dark horse comics stuff like that so you know he's only five he's going on six but when he starts you know really reading and he can understand plot structure and storyline which will be in another couple of years i want to get him some comics yeah i mean that's just just me talking as a parent Mm -hmm. so but anyway but yes superman batman vs superman was great um, we should review this uh, or rate it. I mean, on IMDb, huh? Uh yeah. Let's go. Um... Let's go ahead and do that. What do you, what do you want to do? I'm lo- I'm logged into the official Movie Sucktastic IMDb account. Okay. <clears throat> now here, uh, do your thing. The thingy. Uh, the the demographic. We have to rate it. Like to do we that. have to rate it first. Oh, we do. Do we? That's right. Um, I I'd solid eight. Nine. Nine? Nine. I could go nine. Let's do nine. Fuck it. Let's, 
Let's do nine. Thank you. I, I, I'd feel cheap if I did a ten, so I think nine. nine. Yeah, no, t ten would mean that it's, you know, it's absolutely perfect. And it, my, does, have, it my... does have some flaws. I mean, little ones, but you know right. what? What is, there's not much, many that is perfect anyway. Loses a star because my bald Luther idea is better. <laughs> and, and, you know, I almost feel guilty. Almost. I mean, they're just giving me money. The movie has made a shit ton of fucking money. Um, it made $170 million its opening weekend. It's three-day opening weekend. Uh-huh. So it, um, it's going to, you know, it's going to hit the billion-dollar mark. Let's see. It uh, opening weekend it did uh, 166 million. It's made 270 million in America or North America so far. It's made 450 million in the foreign market for a total of 720 million. Yeah, it's and it's not done yet. It hasn't opened up in every market. It's going to get close to that billion or just just cross over yeah. the billion. Mark. So it's got to be a really bad movie if all these people are seeing it. Yeah, I mean yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, where was I going with that? Oh, oh. Now, demographic-wise, it's pretty much across the board around seven. Uh, I mean, like it's yeah. all really everybody's averaging out. the the The, the only thing is the uh, IMDb staff, all seven of them, average six stars. Fucking oh, really? Fucking hipster, uh, animated series watching motherfuckers. Oh, Gino says he did voicemail. I didn't grab it. I mean, I could play it, but I'm the only one that's going to be able to hear it. Yeah, we had a lot of audio. Yeah, we had a lot of um, audio difficulties at the end of the show, so we're already behind, unfortunately. We'll play it next week, Gino. That's a promise. Yeah. And if if, if you're listening and you want us to play your comments, reviews, definitely call our hotline, Joey. What's that number? It well, it's nine zero eight five one four 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 seven zero. But we're not exactly at that point of the show yet. I just mentioned this since you mentioned calling. That's all. Yes, 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 yes. Um. <laughs> But, oh, I remember where I was going. A week before the movie comes out, uh, Xbox, and, and for the uh, Sony, PlayStation did it too, they were selling Batman Arkham Knight, you know, uh, at, at a discount. The movie came out last June, so it's been out for a few months. So they were selling it at a discount, and it was like 24 bucks, something like that. Well, at Christmas, Microsoft was randomly picking people uh, to get $20 as a Christmas gift. I just happened to be one of those people. So I got the game for $4. But I was going to buy the game anyway, but when I went to go buy it, it said, Oh, because you're buying this game, we're going to give you $8 to go see Batman, uh, Dawn of, uh, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. And I'm like, holy shit. That's fucking awesome. I almost feel guilty for only having to pay a dollar like fifty to go see this movie. I mean, they gave me the eight dollars, so I used it. I, I now, saw I saw it for free because I used Movie Pass. Well, technically, it's not free, but hey, I know. But it, if you I, see more than two movies a month, it's free. If you no, if you see more than two movies a month, you break even. Well, no, the third movie makes it free because it would have been an extra like twelve or fifteen dollars. It breaks down anyway. Anyway, all right. So, so here's a stipulation with the sheet. It says on it that I have to hand it to a cashier. Can't use it to buy tickets online. So I had to actually drive to the theater and set a preemptive date for when I wanted to go see this movie. It wasn't like I could. Oh, I feel like going to see it now. 
I'll go now. It's like, okay, I'm going on Sunday, <laughs> which was like a week later at the 12 o'clock show. And it specifically says on the sheet that uh, use up to $8 of the money. And it says the the person handing you the sheet is not allowed to ha get money back. So if it came to $7.50, I'm not getting 50 cents. <laughs> it specifically said that on the sheet. Now, if I had seen the matinee showing at 10 o'clock, it would have cost $5.70. So they would have had to owe me $2.30. So, but the sheet says that they're not allowed to do that. And I'm like, I'm thinking, oh man, that's like $2.70 I could put towards popcorn. But I'm rambling at this point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, we did mention that the film is going to have an R-rated version of it that is going to be 30 minutes longer. Oh, which, yeah. Which I'm sure is going to have even more Easter eggs because there's a bunch of Easter eggs in here. I mean, we talked about pretty much everything from the Flash Crisis timeline uh, or the time travel to Darkseid and the Parademons and all of that. Um, but it's going to be 30 minutes longer. And it's going to be the R-rated version, which I love that Zack Snyder does that. It comes out as PG-13. It's intended to be rated R. You get that with the ultimate cut of this film, which, you know what? I don't buy many Blu-rays. I only buy the ones that I really want to have in a Blu-ray-type collection. This is going to be one of those films. Yeah. I will buy this. I bought Watchmen. I bought 300. Actually, I almost I bought everything from Snyder's except for Sucker Punch <laughs> on Blu-ray. Um, yeah. I, 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 I can't wait to see the R-rated longer cut of this. Sucker Punch keeps coming up uh, around here because uh, Holly and the girls love that movie. Oh, because of the one actor? Poe Dameron? Oh, that's Lilith. But they, also, they just like the film. They, uh... Well, I will give Snyder credit. That was that movie was that was movie was rated PG thirteen. Um, I'll give him credit for one thing. During some of the scenes, uh, specifically the one dream sequence where they're fighting those Nazis, and when they get cut or limbs severed or necks slit, smoke or steam comes out, and I'm just I'm like, all right, I'll give him credit. That's supposed to be just blood spraying everywhere. But he wanted to give this a PG-13 flavor to it. Yeah. So they used that instead. And it works. Still not a great film. Um, I really think I, I would have went more with... And I've mentioned this on the show. Every time they went into a dream sequence and they showed that alternate reality, it, I think it would have been very interesting if, if they kind of did a side-by-side -side of... What really is happening in the room compared to what's happening in the dream sequence? No, I, I disagree with that. No, no, I think uh, that would have worked well. Uh, because they did it in one part, and it was excellent. It was the scene where the water is coming in, and it's about to hit the wire, and it's about to cut the music. All uh -huh. of the shit that's... All that chaos that's happening that they kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to what's really happening in the room to what's really happening or what's happening in the dream sequence i think if they did that more often it would have made it more interesting mm, maybe so what, what i find that's, that's what just I, my take yeah what i find interesting is is that uh i did I, you know obviously i didn't care for it and uh 
um, Holly, Catherine, and Lilith, all three of them like it. And so I'm like, yeah, so it's a girl thing. Yeah, because I was just going to say, is it's, it's all girl girl it's, heroines. So yeah, so I, I I guess the girl thing, and and you know, of course, the answer is like, no, it's not. It says, well, all the girls Ob- like obviously it. Obviously, it is. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna go with that theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna go with it too. Anywho, oh, I drank half a bottle of Nyquil earlier, so I'm I'm surprised I'm still awake right now. Wow. All right. I, I have not been feeling well, but uh, that should that should kick its ass, okay. or mine. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and end this thing. Uh, well, actually, that would work if the ending music had the right. Um... Oh, here we go. Well, well, you know what? I I got rid of. Here, I'm doing it now. Uh, there we go. Uh, I got rid of all of the extra stuff that I do sound wise. So we could fucking do a show tonight. There we go. There, fine. There we go. Uh, you still can't hear it because I got rid of all that. So you're just gonna hear me talk without music. It's gonna be weird, but go with it. I'm, I'm, I'm going with it. Okay. Um, thank you again for joining us. This is our 200th episode, which is very fitting because Ben Affleck was in our 100th episode. Uh, and we did Argo for that. Argo. We're doing this for our 200th. Uh, we tried to do something special, but you know what? We have jobs. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe in our 300th, we'll do something. Uh, anyway, uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download all the shows there. You can listen to the show live every Thursday at 8 o'clock right from the website. We're also going to start putting the, the live embedded link on the Facebook page. So you should go ahead and like us on Facebook so that if that's where you are at that moment, you're going to see the link probably quicker than you're going to remember to go to our website. So we're going to start doing that every week. Um, if you want to leave us uh, email... The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. I highly recommend you do one of those two. And we will play or read whatever you send us. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can go to our Tumblr page at Tumblr or moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can download the free Android app for your phone. Uh, Everything I just said is in there, and it's 100% free. The iTunes feed is there. You can listen to it right from your phone if you have Bluetooth. That's awesome. That works really well. Uh, We have a mobile version of the website for the iPhone users. Uh, The web player to play the audio from that is coming soon. I just haven't had time for that, but it's coming. And uh, if you want to do a search for us in your favorite search engine, Scott likes Google. Google it. Go ahead and do that. Just do a search for Movie Sucktastic if you want to throw Joey and Scott with that as well. We just... Tons of shit comes up, including our Exotica coverage, which... That was five fucking years ago. Five years ago. We should oh. have people send us their Exotica coverage. <laughs> I, I think so. Oh, and, <laughs> Let's and, do that. And, and uh, we haven't posted on the blog in a while, but I actually just recently posted a, a lengthy uh, 2,800-word review of God's Not Dead. Be sure to check that out. That was awesome, by the way. <laughs> I loved every word of that review. That was fantastic. <laughs> it, was, it was an experience. 
And yeah. I may have to see, see part two in the theater. And oh no. <laughs> see Scott, now I have to watch this film so that I can not that we're gonna review it, but Scott, we can talk about it in just general conversation if I see it. General and conversation. There's I'm always looking for an excuse to do that outside of the, the podcast and the radio show. Like you need an excuse. Come on. I, I don't. Anyway. All right, everybody. That's our show. Number 200. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Do you have any words of wisdom as the music fades out? Do you bleed? You will. Will. Yeah! <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.